The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans. Here's your local racing authority, Sam Chapman, with this week's Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans, and this is The Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio, and I'm your host, Sam, here to recap a busy weekend of racing with MotoGP in Spain, the Verizon IndyCar Series was at the Barber Motorsports Park in Alabama, and the NASCAR Xfinity and Spring Cup Series were in Richmond for two great days of short track racing. We'll get things rolling with MotoGP in Spain for the Red Bull Grand Prix of Spain. Valentino Rossi would have a great weekend getting the pole Saturday over Spanish riders Jorge Lorenzo and Marc Marquez at their home track. He would continue his strong pace in the race where he would lead the field off the line and be completely untouchable for the rest of the event as Rossi would go on to get his first race win of 2016. Rossi's movie star Yamaha teammate Jorge Lorenzo would follow in second and Repsol Honda rider Marc Marquez would come home in third to take the final podium step. The Verizon IndyCar Series would be at the Barber Motorsports Park for the Honda Grand Prix of Alabama. Simon Pagano would win the pole Saturday and lead the field down to the drop of the green flag Sunday afternoon. Pagano would go on to dominate the race, but Graham Rahal would steal the lead, making contact with Pagano on lap 82, only to see Pagano return the favor four laps later and drive on to the victory. It gave the Team Penske driver his second straight win of 2016 and sixth of his IndyCar career, continuing the impressive start to the season that has seen the Frenchman finish up in the top two at all four races and extend the championship lead. Driving the number 22, PPG Automotive refinished Chevrolet, Pagano led all but six laps around the Barber Motorsports Park 2.3 mile permanent road course and took the checkered flag 13 seconds ahead of Ray Hall in the number 15 Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing Honda. Here's what Pagano had to say following his second straight win in the IndyCar Series. Uh, I guess, you know, we, we had a, a terrific race the whole time. The PPG um, Chevy car was just um, the class of the field today. Uh, I was very comfortable uh, on all sorts of uh, on all sorts of tires. The Firestone black tires were working really well. The red tires were, were really good as well. So the pit sequence actually worked out really well for us, even though we were uh, stuck in traffic halfway through the race. Um, and then and, and that was a bit of an issue because I could have really gone. But uh, once, you know, uh, once you're behind someone, even... Uh, even if that someone is eight tenths slower than you, you can't really get a, you can't really pass. So, the NASCAR Xfinity Series would be in Richmond, Virginia, for the Toyota Care 250. Just like last week, the field would be set with heat races, with Eric Jones getting the win in race number one, leading the inside line down to the drop of the green flag, and Ty Dillon would get the win in heat race number two and lead the outside line to the drop of the green flag for the 200 lap feature event. Spring Cup Series driver Dale Earnhardt Jr. would put on a clinic in the feature, leading 128 laps Saturday afternoon and going on to get the win in the Toyota Care 250. Over Xfinity Series drivers Ty Dillon and Elliott Sadler. Jr. would enjoy one of his signature mayo and banana sandwiches that have raised over $160,000 for charity in Victory Lane. Here's what he had to say post-race. I knew we had uh, great cars at Richmond, and this is why I picked to run here because of how well they ran last year, particularly with Josh Berry getting all that exposure and when he drove the 88 car. But all our stuff's been really fast here last year. So this is uh, one of the races that I asked if I could run. Uh, so I was lucky to be able to, you know, just be able to drive our stuff here because it's so good. And um, on the long run, there I didn't think we were that great at the start of the race, and then that little, in our heat race, I didn't think we we were really as good as we needed to be. But um, we didn't do much to our car. We maybe tightened it up a little bit to help the drive off. Uh, but on that first run, which ended up being a very long one, we just had such great speed at the end. 
Um, in the first 20 laps, there was a lot of guys as good, maybe even better than us. And and I think you saw Ty was a little quicker than me on those last couple of laps. I was overdriving my car pretty bad, but um, I used him up pretty bad in a cup race a couple times. Uh, and he, I knew he was gonna he was gonna be pretty aggressive with me, so I was trying not to let him get the opportunity to get to the bumper. And uh, but it's a good race, good finish, great car, um, good for our company. To, to build morale and get those guys fired up about what our cars are capable of doing. The NASCAR Spring Cup Series would also be in Richmond for the Toyota Owners 400 for 400 laps of great short track racing. Kevin Harvick and Joey Logano would lead the field down at the drop of the green flag Sunday afternoon. The race would stay relatively incident-free for the first half of the event, only seeing a few yellow flags for debris on track. In what seemed to be a very competitive race, Kevin Harvick, Jimmy Johnson, Carl Edwards, and Kyle Busch would all lead for several laps in the opening half of the race. Tony Stewart, who was making his return to the Spring Cup Series, would be the first driver to have an incident on track after he and Joey Logano would trade paint, cutting down the tire of the 14, sending him for a spin in turn two, and bringing out the yellow flag on lap 269. Kyle Larson would make contact with Ryan Newman, sending him spinning in turn two, and bringing out the yellow flag on lap 321. The final yellow flag of the day would fly when Brian Scott, driving the Petty Enterprises number 44, would lose a left rear going for a spin in the exit of turn four. Scott would make contact with the outside wall and be forced to the pits for repairs. This would set up the final run of the day, and once drivers hit pit road for fuel and tires, we would see the green flag fly for the final time Sunday afternoon. Kyle Busch would get the lead from his teammate Carl Edwards on the restart and check out on the field as he looked poised for another win in 2016. But Edwards wasn't giving up. The 19 car tracked down Bush in the closing laps, stalking the 18 as the laps clicked off. On the final lap, heading into the final corner, Edwards would give his teammate a shove, sending Kyle Busch up the track and out of the way as Edwards would cruise to victory coming out of turn four. Bush would hold on to second, Jimmy Johnson would come home in third, Casey Kane would finally score his first top five of 2016, and Kevin Harvick would round out the top five in the Toyota Owners 400. This would be Carl Edwards' 27th NASCAR Spring Cup Series victory, and the first time ever a last lap pass has been made in Richmond. Here's what Edwards had to say post-race. Well, first off, if my cat ever gets sick, I don't care how much it costs, I will take it to the Banfield Pet Hospital, if that helps. Um, coach said it i mean it is such a tough thing i think the double-edged sword of having great teammates is sometimes you have to race like that and um it's just such a great day overall though you know dave did a great job our cars were really fast and with about 20 to go i was doing literally everything i could that's everything i've got and i could not catch kyle i could not uh get there and um and then with one to go i don't remember what dave said to me but it was extremely motivating under the white flag and i thought man i'm just gonna dive down here and here to turn one really hard and hope hope that i can get down down there and maybe something will happen and kyle at the same time it looked like maybe his tires went away or he slipped and then going down the back straightaway i thought man he's he spun his tires and he's got them hot and so i committed I, kn- I knew i was gonna run the bottom and um somehow he knew i was gonna run the bottom too so he went down there and then uh he really squared up the car and slowed down because i think he he was pretty he was pretty certain i was gonna bump him and um and at that point, it's like, man, we're so much faster in the middle of the corner. Uh, I had to try something. Um, so, yeah, it's an awesome win for us. Like Coach said, I wish it was anybody but my teammate that we had to race like that with. But big picture to me, we both got some wins. We're in the chase, and, and it's, uh, it's fun to have to race your teammate you know, for the win. Points as NASCAR gears up for Talladega. Carl Edwards takes points lead over Kevin Harvick, Jimmy Johnson, Kyle Busch, and Joey Logano rounds out the top five in the NASCAR Spring Cup Series point standings. Kyle Busch would come home in a disappointing second place after it looked like he had the race in the bag. Here's what Busch had to say post-race. 
Yeah, our Banfield Camry was was really awesome today. We had some real good speed, and Adam and the guys made some great adjustments. Uh, second to last run, we were kind of fading a little bit. So uh, the adjustments Adam made certainly helped our car a lot and uh, got us to the position that we needed to be. And then, of course, the, the pit stop there at the end. My guys ripped off an awesome one there and uh, got us the lead when it mattered most. So that was uh, real important for us and gave us a good opportunity to, uh, to, to lead that final segment for as long as we did. So I'm um, just real proud of the guys and giving it we, everything we had. Join me as I get you set up for one of my favorite tracks of the season, Talladega. Cars are going to be riding around in big packs, three, four, and sometimes five wide while hitting speeds well over 200 miles an hour. You don't want to miss this race. Until then, you can head on over to the Santa Speed's Facebook and Twitter pages to keep in touch and up to speed with all sorts of motorsports news throughout the week. Before I go, I'd like to thank Beach Booster Radio. Without them, the Sound of Speed wouldn't be possible. Head on over to beachboosterradio.ca to listen to some great music, shows, and keep in touch with everything with Saga Beach. Hit the podcast tab at the top of the page, and you can find the latest edition of the Sound of Speed and all the other great shows Beach Booster Radio has to offer. Be sure to check out the blog, and you can find the digital version of the Beach Booster publication, which is always great to read. You can also download the Beach Booster Radio app from the Google Play and Apple App Store for free and take Beach Booster Radio with you everywhere you go. That's about it for today. Don't forget to join me Sunday to get set up for the Geico 500 from the Talladega Super Speedway. Thanks for listening, and have a great night, race fans. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio, written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.